So I grew up um, a Christian at church and in a town called Vista, which is like North County, San Diego area. And in our city, we have this yellow deli restaurant, which is a really great little deli. Um, Their sandwiches are really good. And we always kind of knew that like, or I guess we didn't know, we just had heard that this deli was run by like a cult (laughs) and just the food was just good and the people weren't nice. So we didn't really think twice or really care much about that. It was interesting to know pretty much the extent of my knowledge on this little cult that runs this deli was that um, they kind of lived like a communal life t- lifestyle, like kind of hippie and socialist. Um, as I got a little bit older, I noticed their pamphlets lying around that they were some sort of Christian denomination um, and that they just believed in all working together to create love and happiness. It was very hippie and I just kind of ignored it. But in more recent years, I think it's just become a little bit interesting. I just think that there's some good, not good, but just some interesting information that can be pulled. I decided that for this first podcast, I would just kind of go into the little bit of history that I could find on this yellow deli and their cult that apparently runs this deli and kind of figure out what is going on back there and it could end up being something really weird and probably is going to be something kind of weird or it could just be normal I guess or just not as interesting as it might seem or it could end up being something super crazy who knows but they've kind of been a thing since the 70s and finding out so I'm sure if it was anything super crazy like the Church of Scientology we might have uncovered more but who knows I'm just gonna get into kind of the history and you know I kind of started off looking at their own website so this Yellow Deli is run by um, this group of people they call themselves the 12 tribes these days Um, the 12 tribe this says here the 12 tribes the Commonwealth of Israel. It's in some sort of nice script writing, so I had a hard time reading it. It's pretty, I don't know, it sounds intense to me. (laughs) Um, But looking at their own website, which, you know, I'm not sure how reliable that information is because maybe they're being totally honest, but I feel that anytime you're trying to promote your religion, it's probably not going to be fully honest or I don't know maybe I'm wrong but um you know I'm reading through their own website their leader Albert Eugene Spriggs Jr. or just Gene Spriggs um, he actually passed recently which really is fun timing for this because I think that more information may end up coming out now that he has passed away or maybe less information who knows but According to their website, he grew up religious. His dad was very religious, but he didn't seek God. You know, kind of did like the normal high school thing where you kind of go off and do what you want. He grew up in Chattanooga, Tennessee. But I guess after his dad passed, his dad's like 
dying words were like, you know, you need to accept God into your heart. So he kind of did out of like, oh my God, like my dad's dying. <laughs> um, and then he ended up being really moved after the passing of his dad by like the 70s Christian wave. So if you're not familiar that with that um, in the 70s, you know, there were a lot of hippies getting into drugs and stuff. But then because of that, a lot of these people who were started getting into drugs really couldn't find happiness. So a lot of them ended up getting really crazy into religion, which there's some ties there too with the way your brain responds to drugs. It can be pretty similar to the way it responds to religious feelings. So makes sense. Huge Christian wave in the 70s. So he... Gene Spriggs ended up being kind of moved by this Christian wave and felt that he had this like God-given mission to be a better person and to like seek God. Um, And he ran into this woman who was a devout atheist, apparently. Her name was Martha. And he kind of talked about God with her and she had a lot of frustrations with Christians or religious people and what they said they believed, but then how they acted. And so she, I guess, was really moved by him and his beliefs and values. And she ended up becoming a Christian or whatever it is they believe. And they got married. So I guess that's a cute story. Um, Or codependent. Who knows? I don't know. They got married. I think they met in California. Yep, they met in California. And then he moved her back to Tennessee, which is not at all what she wanted. I guess this was like, to them, like a God thing. Um, Or at least that's what they're saying. So him and Martha, Gene and Martha moved back to Tennessee and kind of started trying to spread the message of what they believed um they kind of i guess visited different churches and a bunch of young people started coming over and they were running bible studies out of their house and then these young people also needed a place to stay so you know again according to their website they um really decided that they just wanted Martha and Jean wanted to quit their job so that they could feed into these young people but they needed also a bigger house so that they could house these young people and they needed to be able to afford to house these young people. So they opened the Yellow Deli, which to my knowledge runs as a religious kind of organization. So all of the people who work at the Yellow Deli work as volunteers for several hours a day and then they don't keep that money. It kind of all goes back into um, feeding each other and getting the necessities out of it. So this yellow deli was literally started as a way to take care of these people who were seeking out God or whatever. Yeah, kind of hippie and kind of, I guess, socialist, but it's America. So if you want to have a little socialistic community and if it works, then it works. And it turns out that it did work. Because then this Yellow Deli, I think there's like eight locations now or something crazy. And a couple of them are out of the country. One of them or a couple of them are also in California. Obviously one near me in San Diego. Um, And these people who work there all just kind of work 
there to work there and they volunteer there and the money goes back into buying them clothes and healthcare and whatever necessities and food. They also, I know, run farms. So these farms also kind of go back, you know, they can get their own food for the farms and the farms can also support the deli, which is cool because you actually do get really fresh food and it tastes great. I don't know. I'm a big fan of this yellow deli. Seems like a good system, except that it also seems like it to me feels like it's kind of taking from these people, but if they're happy, they're happy. Going kind of backtracking back into the 70s when this all started after that initial yellow deli started their community really started to grow they originally called themselves the vine christian community and then that kind of changed up um i think they went through a couple different name changes before they now are at the 12 tribes but what gets interesting too is that but on their website, I was chuckling because I'm kind of reading this and so far things seem kind of normal for people who like this kind of communal living thing. Like if that's your style, that's your style. But then they start referring to their leader as, um, you know, Gene Spriggs. They start referring to him as like master. <laughs> and that's when I was kind of like, okay, this is getting a little bit weird. Of course, I couldn't just depend on just their own websites for information because, again, they could have changed with that whatever they wanted to change in order to make it more acceptable or seem more of like a God thing. And I'm not saying that it's not. I'm just saying we have to ask these questions. So I decided to dabble just a little bit into the Wikipedia, which, again, is probably not the best source of information but the reason I chose Wikipedia is because it summarizes everything pretty quickly and I wanted to save the article news articles and personal experiences that I had found both from the internet and from the people that I've talked with who have more personal experiences with this deli Um, I wanted to save those for future discussions and what I had found on Wikipedia seemed fairly accurate except that everywhere I look all the information's a little bit conflicting which seems to happen a lot seems like a bit of a trend with these cults or if you don't want to call it a cult then religious groups so I think just looking quickly at the Wikipedia the things that kind of made me chuckle was their history some things that were not mentioned on their website when this group led by gene spriggs was originally starting and they were kind of trying to visit churches on the weekends and find a church to be in there was one day in 1975 where they arrived at the first presbyterian church only to find out that the service had been canceled for the super bowl which obviously made Gene Spriggs and the others extremely frustrated. Kind of weird, kind of understandable. If you're really putting God first, why are you closed for the Super Bowl? Um, so they kind of got frustrated over this and made themselves the official, an official church which that's when they called themselves the Vine Christian Community Church. Um, 
And then they began planting churches and building yellow delis to support these churches because they didn't want to ask for money. So they started supporting themselves. And by the way, this yellow, these yellow delis are very, very, very financially successful. So I'm not totally sure where all that money is going because the people pretty much live on the bare minimum and kind of, I don't know. We'll see. We'll find out in the future where all this money goes. Um, beliefs and practices were also interesting because it seems like it kind of morphed a little bit over time. In the beginning, they were just kind of floating around at like Presbyterian churches and just really trying to, I guess, figure out stuff. Now they say that their churches follow what the early churches of Acts in the Christian Bible looked like, which I think if you're a Christian and you really want to see God, that might be a smart move, but I'm not sure how much their um, system really looks like those churches. And I'm not sure how biblical they actually are. Um, The other thing to note is that they do believe that all other Christian denominations that aren't rooted in Hebrew movements or Messianic Judaism or Christian fundamentalism, basically all of those denominations are fallen. So, I mean, are they wrong there? I'm not going to say. I, I don't know. I don't know. It's just a strong stance. Um, yeah, it's a little bit intense. It's really hard to figure out, honestly, what they believe. So I'm hoping, I think that I'm going to attend one of their Bible studies <laughs> and see what I can uncover. Um, yes, so beliefs I'm not going to get into. Again, this is just a quick overview businesses they do run a lot of businesses so i'm it's amazing they have this like seemingly large community by the way they're spread out like kind of globally now not many countries but they have a lot of u.s locations and then i think they have like one or two locations in australia and a couple other countries but um, they run all these businesses through here. So obviously it's the yellow deli restaurants, but I didn't even notice. I didn't even know that they also have common ground cafe restaurants. Um, Simon the Tanner, which is apparently like Justin, New Hampshire and Vermont. Common Sense Farm, Greener Formulas, Commonwealth Construction, BOJ Construction, and they even have their own printing company called Parchment Press. And that seems a little bit, I feel that anytime you're creating your own media entity, it can be a little bit dangerous because you can really manipulate words with a media entity. Um, so that maybe if... If there is malicious intent or even just financial aim for financial gain, it may be really smart of them to have their own pr printing press or printing company because um, 
that's a really good way to like kind of get into people's minds. Um, yeah, I don't know. I didn't even notice. I didn't even know that till I was looking into this. So there are some controversies with their child labor and homeschooling, you know, that could be considered abusive. In 2013, their German knee locations were raided by the German police. Um, and I have a feeling that these things don't really even begin to touch the surface. I know that there's a lot of controversy. And I don't think that people even know fully what's going on. I've heard some own story stories kind of tracing back to my own experience. Um, we had a kid in my high school who grew up in this yellow deli community um in the 12 tribes and he ended up escaping so i don't know how much he likes to talk about that but i know that there are a few people with similar experiences so i'm kind of interested to further look into this because i mean I just kind of summarized a lot that I read over the last couple of days and there's really a lot. Um, and again, I just wanted to go over the brief, a brief history from both their website and then a more general um, website that I think offers a lot of points from different sides. And then in the next few podcast I'd like to get a little bit deeper into their beliefs and then I guess conspiracy theories or what weird things seem to kind of be going on behind the scenes so that's what I'm looking forward to and I honestly think it's interesting I think that if anyone's listening I don't know I think this is going to be pretty interesting so yeah we'll see you on the next podcast or I guess you'll hear me on the next podcast (laughs) Bye.